Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. After having my man Justin Smith sit in for me on Monday, yours truly has has returned to the Central Command Center in my own words on a Wednesday. Hottest show on the streets, hump day. Pumping you out nothing but non-stop Bama content. How we feeling on today? We're bringing you the show from the magic city of Birmingham. We stream this to you through YouTube and speaking of the channel, y'all know what time it is. Go ahead right now, hit that subscribe button. Tap that subscribe button. Get every friend, family member, diehard Bama fan, casual Bama fan, consumer of Tide Football that you know to subscribe as well because if you're filling the content, they will also. Don't forget to share the show to everybody that you know. Put everybody you know right here on In My Own Words. Also, tap that like button. We want that thumbs up there from you, showing that support, trying to get the show 50 likes out the gate here to start it. Daily Super Chat Go $100 daily. Super Chat going 100 bucks right there. We appreciate that from you. We also be sure to tap that notification bell so you miss nothing when it comes down to your Crimson Tide football information. But we got a jam-packed show. Really good show tonight. Really good one. And we want to hear from you, the incredible fans of Bama football. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358. I'm going to call in to let your voice be made known on the show. Numbers on screen as well, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. But Eli, without further ado, we're jumping into topic number one of the conversation. And uh, this one is highly entertaining. Uh, We have seen uh, this offseason not just some national media pundits, but we're starting to see some former players uh, in the Southeastern Conference come out and discuss, don't count out Nick Saban. Don't sleep on Nick Saban. Don't doubt for a second that his door or window of winning national championships has completely closed. We have heard throughout the offseason that Georgia's the new team. They're the new standard. They're back-to-back college football playoff national champions. It's Kirby Smart's world. We're all just living in it. Kirby's going, look at me, look at me. I am the captain now. Like The conversation shifted to Georgia, but you still have those that know you do not count Nick Saban out of any conversation. You do not count Nick Saban out of any situation in regards to college football. 
you don't count Nick Saban out of uh, a chance to win a, a national championship. And a former player of his that came out big time and said this, Rohan Davey, former LSU quarterback, Sugar Bowl champion, Sugar Bowl MVP in 2004, if I'm not mistaken, a, a guy that's in the LSU Hall of Fame, uh, a uh, a native Jamaican, uh, Rohan Davey, somebody that was a very good quarterback during his time at LSU, played for one Coach Saban, Rohan Davey, and talking to a uh, a news outlet in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, said uh, Coach Saban, he is highly ticked off. He is highly motivated. Rohan Davey talked about it. Don't be shocked if this becomes Nick Saban's best coaching job this, in his career. Davey talked about it. The one thing he knows about Nick Saban, and he referred to Nick Saban as the little man. <laughs> this is the second person that's referred to Nick Saban as the little man. The first one was Najee Harris. But Rohan Davey talked about it. If I know anything about that little man, I know he's a master motivator. And he's probably a master manipulator as well. He said, Coach Saban will have these guys ready. He will have these guys prepared. He will have these guys set to go. The one thing that Davey said that stood out, he said, look. He said, look, I'm going to tell you this right now. Saban does not like it when his program is not in the spotlight. Saban does not like it when his program is not talked about constantly. He don't like that. He, he, he don't feel that one bit. College football saying, hey, Kirby Smart's taking over. It's Kirby Smart's time. It's Georgia's time. They're the new team. They're the new it factor. They're the new standard. The, 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 the son of college football rises and sets on Georgia. So that's become the conversation. But here's Rohan Davey who played for Coach Saban at LSU saying, no, nah, man, uh-uh. Saban don't like that conversation. Saban don't like it when his program, the University of Alabama, his program, the Crimson Tide, is not talked about with that type of respect. You don't like that one bit. And when you look at Alabama this summer, there's been so many questions about, well, you know, Saban can't do it no more. He can't win no more. But defense isn't as ferocious anymore. Nobody's afraid of Bama no more. They don't know who, what, they don't know what the quarterback situation is. Bama's just so many questions, right? There's, there's so much doubt, doubt, doubt when it comes to, you know, Alabama football. And uh, we've seen the story written before. There was doubt in 2011 especially where the tornado was concerned and uh, losing 6-9 to nine to LSU was concerned, you go on to win a national championship. There was doubt where 2015 was concerned. You lose to Ole Miss. Articles come out. The dynasty's dead, over, put a fork in it. Bama goes on, wins a national championship. 2017, the loss to Auburn in the Iron Bowl. So many, Bama's not going to make the playoff. Bama's not going to get in. It's over. The moment Bama gets in, the players are saying, we're going to take it all. They do. So we have seen this narrative before. When it comes down to Alabama football and Coach Nick Saban. But according to Davey, he talks about it. Saban's going to use all of this doubt, all of this negativity to fuel toward a national championship because that, that's what he's about. He's about taking the naysay and fueling it towards a national championship. He's done this before. Davey mentioned, do not be shocked if this is Saban's best coaching job. And when we all look at Nick Saban's best coaching jobs, we look at what he did in 2011, right? What he did in 2015. What he did in 2017. By goodness, what he did in 2020. And one of those games, Saber didn't even coach because he had COVID, that being the Iron Bowl. But we always look at those years as his best coaching job. 
I look at this upcoming season. I'm about to roll Hunt Davy. I look at this upcoming season. Saban, with all the doubt, with all the naysay, with all the push of, it's over, it's over, it's over. He can't do it no more. Look at Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. LSU beat him last year. Uh, Brian Kelly's only getting better. Tennessee beat him last year. Look at what Tennessee's got coming back. All of the naysay here. Saban using this pure, unadulterated fuel. Lane Kiffin refers to it as goat fuel. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this all kind of plays out here because when you have a former player that's played under the tactician, the disciplinarian that is Nick Saban and Rohan Davey, even at LSU, Rohan Davey saw how Nick Saban operated firsthand. When you look at conference championships, when you look at winning the championship, when you look at winning big games, you look at all of these different scenarios, Rohan Davey saw it firsthand. So now here's a guy that's played under Coach Saban. He's telling everybody, hold on now. I see what Kirby Smart's doing. I see what George is doing. But Nick Saban, that's the master motivator. Nick Saban, that's the guy that doesn't take anything sitting down. Nick Saban, that's the guy that's going to use everything being thrown at him as fuel to come at and come after a national championship. This season is about to be really fun here, especially after the, uh, the content that Rohan Davey has brought to everybody today. But we go to our first break here on the show. Don't touch that down. We're just getting started. Upon our return, we go to the phone lines. We get your calls, your thoughts, your conversations. We want to hear from you. Is Saban ticked off for a national championship? Do you have any agreeance to what was said by his former quarterback at LSU, Rohan Davey? Light us up. We want to hear from you after this. Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama Team Paper, which is a video yearbook they've put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because one dollar of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com Alabama. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. All right, folks, we're back, locking it and loaded right here with you on a Wednesday hump day, hottest show on the streets. We're bringing you the Bama. 
Football news in my own words, George Truly, Stephen Smith of TDA. Happy to have you all in here. Got my man Eli Walker in the production studio. Continue hitting that subscribe button, tapping that like button. Give us that thumbs up right there on the show. Show us the love right there. Daily Super Chat go $100 daily. Super Chat go 100 bucks. We appreciate that. We have a message board. So for those of you trying to be in that first wave, first group of fans to help us rebuild, regrow the message board, the link to that can be found in the chat line and in the description as well. So check that out right there, the message board. But we go to the phone lines to grab your calls. Call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. And I'm going to call in 205 448 1358, we grabbed this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Yo, yo, Steve. It's the boy T. Rich, you know, out here in Lufkin, Texas, by way of Mississippi, roll tide. What's happening, man? Oh, uh, man, nothing, nothing, nothing. I do think Coach Saban is pissed off, but it's going to be in a different way. I think with the collaboration of Kevin Steele and when Jeremy Pruitt gets to campus, uh, we're going to see that Alabama defense. I do think it kind of hurt us losing Jaleel Burroughs. But, you know, we got players that we've recruited and time for them to step up. Hey, next man up next time. You know, the Bama standard. We got to get back to that. Uh, also, I see the rumors about uh, Tommy Reese. I know this is going to be in the next little, you know, segment here in a second. But who do you think about our next coordinator if, if Tommy Reese was to go to the – which I think is a crappy job because of the allegation and everything got going on. You have to go through the whole new coaches hires. Uh, so, I mean, if he did that, that will kind of be a – if you move on him. Uh, granted, he's a good offensive-minded coach. I, I, I think he's going to be – if he stays, he's going to be a key ingredient to Bama getting back to that Bama standard, of meaning us literally looking like our little brother, but they didn't want the last two, which is Georgia. Yes, I call Georgia the little brother because Alabama has done it repeatedly. And lastly, before I let you go, what do you think about not only Trenton Marshall, but Justin Jefferson, uh, both starting at those inside linebacker spots? People hadn't been talking about it. People hadn't been talking about it, but I think that might be good. We have both of them be veterans. Both of them are prototype side-to-side linebacker speed, and both of them can thump. And I feel like both of those two guys, literally are alpha male. Justin Jefferson showed it in the spring. And Tracy Marshall, hey, you played in Georgia, which is, like I said, little brother school, basically the same thing. Hey, I know he got the alpha dog mentality too. Nothing against Deontay Lawson or, you know, Jahai Campbell, all those guys we got coming up. But Tracy Marshall, Justin Jefferson, hey, side by side, I think they can piggyback and feed off each other very well. But from having that, I see that, that Ruben Foster – Sean Deion Hamilton kind of thing with them. Uh, road tie road, and I can't wait to see us, you know, hit the, uh, the field. Appreciate T. Appreciate T. Rich there calling from Texas. I, I can see the Tresman Marshall, Justin Jefferson thing. I can see that. Tresman Marshall coming from Georgia. He's been a part of two national championships, so he sees uh, the work ethic, the toughness, the physicality it takes. You know, at 6'1", over 230, Tresman Marshall is a, bit, is a bit more of a thumper. He's a thumping type guy, can call the defense, see it, attack it. Justin Jefferson is kind of a see-ball, get-ball guy. We saw that in the A-Day game. Hit the gap, make plays, uh, get tackled, shoot your way in the backfield. So I could see a situation where it could be Tresman Marshall and Justin Jefferson. But for me, it comes down to the big question – for Coach Saban and Kevin Steele and Robert Bonga, who's the inside linebackers coach, which guy do you feel the most comfortable calling that defense? Because whoever you feel the most comfortable with, that's the guy who's going to run it. I and mean, then the opposite guy is going to be your off-ball, see-ball, get-ball type of dude. So whoever you feel the most comfortable with running that defense, which we'll get more into that as fall camp dives in. But appreciate T. Rich, they're calling from Texas. We take this call here. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Steve, what's going on, man? It's G from Raleigh. G, what's happening, brother? Not much, not much. How you doing, man? 
Man, I can't complain, man. Doing good. I mean, we got media days next week. We're a couple more weeks away from August to start a fall camp. Let's get this thing popping. Okay, okay, okay. So you saying the saving tipped off. I'm going to say this. We going to know a saving tipped off, and you know what I'm going to say, bro, by who he played. If he go down that list and play the best players, we going to know he's fed up. We going to know he's kind of stepping away from <clears throat> what he's been doing the past two, three years, and he's going to put the talent out there. Now, I want to say this to kind of piggyback off what the last caller said. Now, I, I haven't heard nobody say this, neither. I think, I think our strong point in the defense is our middle linebackers. I'm going to tell you why. Because of the numbers. You got Marshall, good. You got uh, Lawson, good. You got Shahai Campbell, good. You got Justin Jefferson, good. So, what I would say, and I and I know it's a long shot because we're a 34-base team, but if we was crazy enough and wild enough to let Pete Golden put that bullshit rabbit package out there last year, <clears throat> I think I don't. I think it would be in our best interest, for real, for real, to try to get three linebackers on the field. You can still do it from from what the formations we do it now, but. I think we're shorthanding this team if we don't have three of our top five medals out there. You know, just think, Steve, if we had a package to where Lawson was on the edge or what's his name, Campbell was on the edge, the way we use Rashad Evans. Ooh. And then you have a Trasman Marshall. You have a Trasman Marshall in the middle of a Justin Jefferson. I think if we could find the package – to get three out of our top five middles on that field at the same time, I think we beat the PSG shot of everybody. But like I, said, I think saving this tipped off. Um, but like I said, it's gonna come down to who he played. Who you who you got going for the defense this year, Steve? Who I got going for the defense this year? Breakout player. Breakout player for the deep. Good question. Breakout player for the defense this year. I got I got downs, man. I got Kangab downs. You got Caleb Downs? I got Caleb Downs. Okay, okay, okay. I kind of agree with that. I would say breakout. I don't know if it's really a breakout, but I would say breakout maybe, maybe Kool-Aid. I have a strong reason Kool-Aid. It, it just seemed like in the Bama system, every third-year DB becomes a certified top 15 draft. It's just a system that we run here. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to go. As long as Bama can get back to production-based playing time ball, I think we'd be just fine. And I'm going to give you an example of what I mean. Uh, Jordan Battle had a more productive year as a junior compared to his senior year. And I think the fall-off has everything to do with no threat to playing. The same thing goes for DeMarco Hellers. He had a down year from his junior year to his senior year because I feel no threat to playing. And I'll give you the last example, Dallas Turner. I think Dallas had a down year last year due to no threat of not playing. Dallas had a crazy freshman year. Why? Because he had to share the field with another animal, Drew Sanders. So I, I, I want to see Saban get down to Preparation, production, I'm going to say production-based playing. And if, we, if we get back to that and everybody got to earn it football again, it's a natty. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate G from Riley calling in. Strong points from him. Production football, quality football, but getting back to, hey, if you ain't doing it, somebody else is nipping on your heels that can do it and that will do it out there on the field. So I, I definitely agree with that. I, I, I like his sentiment there, Eli, having three inside linebackers on the field. Lawson, uh, Tresman Marshall, maybe Jihad Campbell. I would like Sean Murphy out there too. Sean Murphy's got some speed. He's got some real deal speed there. But like I said, once fall camp gets in here, then we'll start to notice, you know, what Alabama's got. And how can it be used and how should it be used on the field? We grab this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. 
Stephen is hump day, man. What's happening? I'm back. I'm back in black. What's going on, man? The President Wagon is here. Brother, we're doing good. We are. We cannot complain here, man. We got media days next week. So Saban taking his three players, J.C. Latham, Kool-Aid McKinstry, and uh, Dallas Turner to Nashville for the media days. In a couple of weeks later, man, we got fall camp. August will be here. Yeah, I think Friday. Friday will be 50 days to kick off, so we got 50 days. <laughs> Touching on this Tommy Reese thing, I think it's hilarious. He got his name thrown into the mix. You know, Coach O's name was thrown into that mix, you know. Hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, really? Yeah, yeah, I, I've, uh, I talked to a few people today, and I read an article, too, that Coach O's name has been thrown into that mix at, uh, at that Northwestern, too. I, that, that might be a good place for Ed. Uh, he, he might – yeah, yeah, he might do all right up there. But, you know, if we was to lose Tommy Reese this deep into the season, I say season, into the year, we were, we're fixing to start practice and, <laughs> excuse me, fixing to start uh, football here Friday in 50 days, wouldn't you have to look to your staff to replace him? Would, would, would it? You've got – isn't Derek Duty the senior offensive assistant? On he the, is. Uh, on the- he, he, he is. You, you, yeah. You would probably you would probably have to look at Der- you would probably have to look at Derek Dooley. You'd probably have to look at maybe Zach Mettenberger as an analyst to have him call it. Or if you want to take an on-field coach and do it, Joe Cox, the tight ends coach, played quarterback at Georgia. He was the backup to Matthew Stafford, and Nick Saban did say that Joe Cox, the brightest off the brightest young mind he's ever been around. So. If something were to happen to Tommy Reese, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Tommy Reese sticks around. But just as a hypothetical, if something crazy was to pop off, you would have to look at Derek Dooley, Zach Mettenberger, as far as, far as an analyst goes, or for an on-field coach, you would have to turn your attention to Joe Cox and say, hey, Coach Cox, can you do this? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Cox, Cox could do that too. Derek Dooley could also do it, I mean. You know, we got SEC Media Days next week, and uh, you know we've got a lot of <clears throat> yeah, this Atlanta Journal Constitution brought out a lot of well, uh, I'm not going to get into it deep. A lot of stuff of 82 violations at the University of Georgia from 2016 to 2023. They, you know, University of Georgia. I'll say this and get off here. University of Georgia at one time was once held up high for their academics. They were held up there with. Yale, Stanford, Auburn. Auburn's a big degree. You get, I mean, Auburn degree goes a long way. I know a lot of people graduated down there. But they were held up to a standard, you know, in their football program and their academics also. And when, when you get stuff comes out in a paper like this, you think they got this off the street from some, some Joe. That has to come internally from somebody that's very upset, Steve, that, that, that Georgia was once, you know, held once again as a, as a high academic school. You know, plus their, you know, their football program. But I don't know what's going to happen. We'll, we'll see uh, who's up there and who puts the questions out, see how he answers it. But you know, I, I, Georgia's the the standard. No, they've turned into the state penitentiary. You is what they've turned into. Oh my word! I love everybody on here on TDA. Y'all looking good. I'm glad to be back. The voice is good. I'm I'm not saying next week. I don't know. I love all y'all. Y'all be safe. I'll catch y'all back next week sometime. Stay out of this heat. Stay cool. I love all y'all. I'll catch y'all again. Bye-bye, everyone. Appreciate the President Wayland checking in here with us on a Wednesday hump day. Hottest show on the streets. We're talking Bama football news. We grabbed this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name. And where you calling from? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, we don't care what or whoever else got to say about none that nigga got going. I don't care if it's positive, good, nothing. You ain't with the tab. You pass away from LSU. I don't care if it was with Nick, coach at LSU. You still an LSU boy. I don't care if nothing you got to say. Every year we go into SEC media days, we always get hit with some kind of rap for Man, the only rap boys that we need to be looking up is why on 35, on a game-winning drive, your defense got one defensive lineman out there. Huh, Steve, against LSU, 
Ain't that what happened last year twice on the same drive? Yeah. These are alignment out there. See, they, these are these are the things that we 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 getting away from with all this. Uh, Ron said, "No, nah, man, no. Nah. We need to talk about real football and the real reason why we lost these football games last year and how we gonna get them corrected. That's all we need to know, Steve." Well, absolutely. Like that, how, how, how you gonna get these things correct? Is you got the coaches out there making sure that they putting down the correct coach, but most importantly, you putting the right players on the field that know what they're supposed to do. Thank, thank you, Steve. I mean, co- come on, man. We lost you, a bunch of games in these last few years off of just strictly coaching. Like I, w- I wish it was possible for the players to sue the coaches because. A bunch of our guys that missed out on a bunch of money because of the on uh, Steve, I was about to use a bad word. I was about to use a bad word, Steve. <laughs> I swear I was. Excuse J- me. Jay, 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 this is this is a safe Bro, space, Jay. Jay, this, this 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 is not the FCC, man. You're in a safe space. Man, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to come try to come correct because it, it seems like every year around this time we kind of get away from. Real football and get to talking about all kinds of other things. A couple of years ago, it was Jimbo and, and, and Ken Saban doing all that. Listen, man, NIL, all that. Man, all that is bull crap, man. We need to focus on the lem that's on the field on defense, the lem that's on the field on offense, man. I, I don't know, man. I just, I just hope the scheme is more simpler this year and way more aggressive. And we got to run the same inside trap five times because they keep picking up six yards, then we got to run it five times in a row, Steve. Guess what? Run it five times in a row because they can't stop it. But I don't know, man. Roll Tide, I love y'all, man. Appreciate Jay from Florence calling in. Give us his thoughts as he always does on the show as we're inching closer and closer here to SEC Media Days, which will be in Nashville. Eli, you and I will be there. We'll be we have a lot of fresh content for you guys. We'll take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from? Hey man, it's Jay Sports Cars calling from Fort Payne. What's happening with you? Uh, I wanted to know. Do you think uh, Caleb Downs will start opposite of Malachi Moore? That's a good question. That's a really good question. So it depends on to me that nickel spot in the secondary, that defense, that, that, that slot corner. If Earl Little takes that, which I feel like he would, one of your safeties could end up being King of Downs. The other safety could be Malachi Moore. But if you wanted to play somebody else that safety spot, Malachi Moore could shift down that dime up role, that dime safety, that dime linebacker role, that sixth DB when you go in the dime. But I think to me, it all comes down to Earl Little and that nickel spot. If Earl Little just locks that completely up, which I feel like he will, it'll be interesting to see where Malachi goes. If Earl does not lock up that nickel spot, then you could see Earl, you could see Malachi and nickel hang up down to the safety both of those two will be on the field at the same time. But it starts off with, can Earl Little knock out – can he knock up that slot corner spot? Thanks, Roll Tide. Appreciate that call right there. I mean, the secondary, you got so much athletic depth. That's why I'm saying that nickel corner roll. I have full confidence in Earl Little that he's going to take that. No doubt about that. And if Earl takes that, you can have Malachi – and Kang of Downs is both of your safeties. If you feel Malachi is more beneficial in dime, you could have Kang of Downs, maybe Christian Story as your two safeties. Or Kang of Downs and Jake Pope. I mean, there's a lot of love for Jake Pope out there as your two. I mean, it's, it's going to be fun to see how Saban, Kevin Steele, Travaris Robinson, how they all play this. There's a lot of athletic depth in the secondary. It's like, you, you know who your two corners are. That's Kool-Aid and Terrion. Your star, I'm penciling in Earl Little. But your two safeties, that's your question. Who gives you the best option to be successful, elite, at both safety spots? Got 
I show some love to Don Parker with that $5 donation, the Super Chats. Dropping the love and appreciate that from Don Parker. And then Dale B drops in a $20 donation, showing love as well. Don Parker, Dale B helping us out on the show. Daily Super Chat go $100 daily. Super Chat going 100 bucks. We appreciate you guys. Awesome call topic. Our own director for scouting and recruiting, Justin Smith of TDA. Justin told y'all, he told y'all, the month of July, recruiting would catch fire in the 2024 class. It's caught fire. The latest name came in today. Four-star offensive lineman Casey Poe giving his verbal commitment to the Crimson Tide. 14 verbal commitments for the 2024 class. It's growing, folks. Growing. The month of July. We've seen several names come in here. Whether it's Jameer Grimsley, whether it's Zabian Brown, whether it's jo- whether it's Justin Okonroquo from Germany. I think I got his name right. Okonroquo. How about that? Great pronunciation there, Stephen. You got Justin here from Germany. And now you pick up Casey Poe, four-star offensive lineman, 2024 class, growing, 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 saving, handling that business right there. We take a break here, folks, on the show. Don't touch that down. When we get back, we get into the crazy conversation of uh, Northwestern fired Pat Fitzgerald. Reports are saying Tommy Reese... Alabama offensive coordinator is emerging as a candidate for the Northwestern job. Does he take it? Let's talk about this rumors and whatnot after this. What's up, Bama Nation? This is Rudy Griffin, former Alabama defensive lineman, and you're listening to my guy, Stephen M. Smith, in my own words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll! Roll! Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, people, we're rocking and rolling here with you to the action from the break number one show for Bama. Football news, in my own words, George Truly, Stephen Smith of TDA on a Wednesday hump day. You guys continue hitting that subscribe button, tap subscribe right now. Share the show to everybody that you know, every friend, family member, diehard Bama fan, casual Bama fan, consumer of Tide Football. We appreciate that. Tap that like button as well. Hit that thumbs up. Make this your show, your spot, your network, space to talk all things Bama football. You're trying to be in that first wave, first group of fans to help us rebuild, regrow the message board. The link to the message board can be found in the description and in the chat. Uh, check out the message board right there. But getting to, getting to topic number two, eating out of the conversation, that being... So, uh, the uh, wild news that, that, that took place 
Northwestern a uh, couple of days ago uh, decided to fire part ways from Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald, of whom uh, played at Northwestern, attended the program, played at the program, worked his way up on the coaching staff to be a head coach of the program, coached at Northwestern from 2006 to 2022. That's 16 years. Uh, he took Northwestern and made it a respectable program in the Big Ten. And with the hazing scandal that went horribly wrong, uh, Northwestern decided to part ways from Coach Fitzgerald. So the question becomes, you know, who replaces the guy, right? Every time a coach gets fired, the rumor mill starts, and you throw nine to ten names in the pot, and you stir it up, and you wonder, okay, which one of these guys – is best suited for this particular head coaching vacancy. It's done all the time. And for us as Alabama consumers and you guys as Crimson Tide football fans, every time a coach on Nick Saban's staff gets uttered in a rumor about going somewhere else, it's like, are you kidding me? The guy just got here. Leave our coaches alone. The guy just came here for a cup of coffee. Let the man sign the contract first. Man! Joan Coach. That's what you, as fans, say. And you have every right to think that way, feel that way, especially when Coach Saban is trying all he can to keep good coaches on staff with all the turnover and whatnot. This is the reason why you no know, Tommy Reese got hired back in February. There were so many hot names out there. You had Garrett Riley out there, though he went to Clemson. You had Jeff Lebby out there. You had so many hot names out there, if you will. I mean, Reese got the job back in February. And, you know, Coach Saban and the University of Alabama Board of Trustees trying to make sure they keep coaches staying put. Tommy Reese signs a three-year deal that starts off at $1.9 million and will increase to $2.1 million. Trying to keep the guy in pocket, right? Sign a three-year deal to be the O.C., for the Crimson Tide, but does he remain? Does he stay in Alabama? Because according to, you know, reports from uh, ESPN's Adam Rittenberg and also Bruce Feldman of the Athletic and Fox Sports, the reports were, you know, uh, Tommy Reese has emerged as one of those potential candidates for the Northwestern job. Bruce Feldman in particular ha had Reese as one of his nine names to possibly fill in that coaching void there. I don't think Reese takes the job. I just don't see it. I mean, Tommy comes from Notre Dame where he didn't have a whole bunch of talent. Now you go to Alabama where you have all the talent pretty much and you got a chance to win multiple national championships, at least one, but multiple national championships as an Alabama offensive coordinator, I mean, you'll take that every day of the week. You'll take that chance. I mean, you'll play that dice game every day of the week. So, I mean, to me, when you look at you get a chance to work with an offensive line, that's going to be a whole lot better than what it was last year. You get a chance to work with big play wide receivers, big play tight ends, big play running backs, quarterback thing will solve itself. I mean, uh, if I'm Tommy Reese, I, 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 I would not up and leave the situation that you're, you're in right now here at Alabama. That's just me. Um, but Alabama fans, we, we have seen this happen before. We all remember Austin Armstrong. I'm trying not to cry here. But uh, Austin Armstrong, who got hired back on February the 13th. Yep. Uh, Austin Armstrong, the defensive whiz kid who was the inside linebackers coach in D.C. at Southern Miss, did some great things with that program. But he sat underneath Kirby Smart and Dan Lanning and Will Muschamp for a year at Georgia. Then he sat under, excuse me, Billy Napier at Louisiana Lafayette. I mean, he sat up under some good coaching, very good coaching. And Bama hired him February 13th of this year to be the inside linebackers coach. We were all pumped up. Even I myself, pumped up. He stayed. 
Eight days. Cup of coffee. Eight days. And got poached away the University of Florida with the defensive coordinator. We've seen this before with Austin Armstrong. Thankfully, with Austin Armstrong, this happened back, you know, before spring ball started, right? You really don't want this happening to Tommy Reese, especially when you're, you're near 50 days away from the start of the college football season. So, I don't think Tommy Reese takes it. I doubt it. I think he's in a very good spot, in a very good situation, Tuscaloosa. You got a chance to really, you know, hone your skills with four- and five-star athletes. I mean, you're 30 years old. You're making $1.9 million. I'm 30 years old. I ain't making that. So, Tommy Reese, I don't think he, I don't think he exits stage left. Hopefully he doesn't. But that's just the rumors going on right now from reports out there that, you know, if Northwestern parting ways from Pat Fitzgerald, Tommy Reese is in that rumor mill as a guy that potentially could get the Northwestern job. But I, I kind of see him more so sticking around in Alabama, crossing my fingers that he does. But we take this break here, folks. We'll touch that down. When we get back, we go to the phone lines. We get your calls. Your thoughts, your conversations. Definitely want to hear from you, the Tide Nation, after this. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Chris Rogers, 2009 National Champion. You are listening to the baddest, when I say the baddest, sports show in the state of Alabama. In my own words, you know, yours truly. Touchdown Alabama Magazine, don't touch that dial. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, folks, we're back in here cooking it on a Wednesday. Hop day, hot and show on the streets. We're talking your Bama football news in my own words, George truly. Stephen Smith of TDA. Happy to have you guys in here. Loving the conversation. Dying off from everybody. Continue hitting that like button. Give us that thumbs up. Tapping the like button. We appreciate that. Hitting that subscribe button as well. Making this your show, your network, platform, channel, space, area, outlet. Talking all things Bama football. At Daily Super Chat Go, $100 daily. Super chat going. How about John Simpson with that 199 dropping the love in the bucket there? Appreciate that from John Simpson helping us out on the show. Go to the phone lines right now. Call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205 448 1358. And I'm going to call in to let your voice be made known. 205 448 1358. One more time. 205 448 1358. You guys are getting your thoughts prepared and thoughts ready to call in and be a part of the show. I mean, uh, we got to call in right now. We go live. We go to the phone lines now. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, how you doing today, Stephen? Thanks for taking my call. This is Rambo calling from Atlanta, Georgia. What's going on? All right. Uh, I feel real, real confident about the team this year. I do. I real. I feel real confident about the defense. I feel like the offense is just going to be more open. I feel like they're in the same place. But besides what you were talking about, um, I feel like with the defensive line, I feel like everything is still going to be on these trenches. The game is won in the trenches, and that is where we're getting beat down at. Everybody calling about give Freddie Roach a chance, and it's Pete Golden's fault. We understand Pete Golden run a different defensive system, but it doesn't matter who you are coaching. If that player has the talent, he has the it factor, he is him. 
it doesn't matter what system you put a player in. If a player has talent, you're going to notice talent. If the player plays at Georgia Southern, you're going to know if he's good or not. It don't matter who's coaching the kid. So I'm just tired of the excuses of this Freddie Roach thing and the system and this, that, and the third because it's just like you throw a party right now, Stephen A., and the party is at your house. I bake the cake, you bake the brownies. The outcome of how the, how the cake tastes is on me. It doesn't matter when the cake shows up. It doesn't matter when everybody eats a piece of cake. It matters about how the cake tastes. And if I'm the one who makes a bad cake, no one is going to talk about the cake being at your house. Nobody's going to talk about who threw the party. They're going to say how bad the cake was. So with that right there, I just feel like everybody needs to just chill out. And this year right here, this is the proven year for Freddie Roach. Everything else. It was just, I feel like, bad coaching. And I also feel like the talent went up to level. And the, the dog wasn't in these players. This was the first year where I didn't see a player from the defense pop. Usually Alabama always has that one player every single year that blows up. And he takes it by storm. Malachi Moore did it his freshman year. Patrick Satane did it. Now I'm like, okay, if all these kids can do it, why can't the next player do it? But that's all I really have on that. And thanks for taking my call. Appreciate Rambo calling in there from Atlanta. Going to be a very interesting season, a very intriguing or interesting fall camp here uh, for the Crimson Tide. The talent's there. The talent's there. The pieces are there. You have the coaches in here now. It's time to get this done. Time to put it all together and get this done. Cool call topic. We go to a former Alabama offensive lineman Alphonse Taylor, two-time national champion, 2012 and 2015. Taylor has landed a high school a high school coaching job. So Taylor is with Alma Bryant High School. Alma Bryant High School is in Irvington, Alabama, which is in that South Alabama Mobile area, near Mobile, near Theodore, all that right there. Alma Bryant High School. Kudos to Alphonse Taylor getting this uh, high school coaching position. I know that he's going to do some great things. He's going to do a tremendous job. Once again, a two-time national champion for your Crimson Tide. But we're taking our final break here on the show. Don't touch that dial. When we get back, we wrap things up with Bama has its representatives for SEC Media Days. Who are those guys? Are they ready to talk to the national media? What type of gems could we hear from them? We'll wrap things up with that after this. I'm Malachi Moore. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith on Touchdown Alabama's YouTube channel. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. Well, folks, definitely enjoy each and every last one of you today checking into the show. In my own words, on a Wednesday hump day, hottest show on the streets. Yours truly, Stephen Smith of TDA. My man Eli Walker in the production studio. You guys continue to hit that like button, baby. Tap that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Make this your show, your spot, your network, platform, channel, space to talk all things Bama football. We love that. Daily Super Chat Go, $100 daily. Super Chat Go, 100 bucks right there. We appreciate that as well. But Eli, you and I, Next week, we'll be in Nashville, Tennessee for SEC Football Media Days. Crimson Tide will speak on Wednesday. Nick Saban will take the podium on Wednesday. We've already kind of had a conversation about the sort of questions he may get. We talked about he'll be asked quite a bit about the quarterbacks. He'll be asked about the coaching staff, primarily <clears throat> his two coordinators. We'll get some NIL questions peppered in there. Saban's going to have a lot of questions that he'll have to address there in front of the talking media. But 
he does have but three student athletes, but three representatives that he that he that, that will go with him. And Eli, you and I hit this dead on the head, man. We well, actually, Eli, you hit this dead on the head. I had a, I, I had Malachi Moore. You had Kool Aid as your third guy. So Eli, if you were working in Vegas, you would have made folks rich. So so you actually hit this. So I, Eli and I are having the conversation. And I asked him, I said, so Eli, name the three players you felt like will represent Alabama with Coach Saban at Media Days. Eli said, J.C. Latham, Dallas Turner, and Kool-Aid McKinstry. And by God, put the gumbo in the pot. It's those three. J.C. Latham, Kool-Aid McKinstry, and Dallas Turner will represent the Crimson Tide. And SEC Media Days, and you couldn't have went, you, you couldn't go wrong with, with, with any of these three. You really couldn't. All three of these guys, leadership, strong players, great, good personalities, good athletes, good guys in the locker room. They put in the work. J.C. Latham, a guy that joined the 1,000-pound squat club, according to David Ballou, director of perform of sports performance for Alabama. J.C. Latham also benching over 500 pounds at 505. So he's looking to just throw defensive linemen to the crowd. I mean, that's what J.C.'s trying to do. There you go. Again, there is junior year trying to be a first-round top-10 draft pick for 2024. Kool-Aid McKinstry uh, last year, 15 pass breakups. Did a lot of great things. He's trying to be a top-five draft pick in 2024. From that cornerback spot, 6'1", you know, 195 pounds, looking to be a shutdown guy in the upcoming season. And you got Dallas Turner at 6'4", 242 pounds, an electric freshman year. Sophomore year took a step back, but I think his junior year is going to be big because I think he's going to have help, which is going to allow his junior year to be big, you know, even more. The help he's going to have out there. So... I think all three guys, leadership guys, good character guys, great guys in the locker room, they do work on the field, they do work in the weight room, they want to compete, they want to win, they want to win championships. The question for us, Eli, will be, which one of these three will give us the best gems in terms of quotes? Who gives us the best quotes? Will it be Latham, Kool-Aid, Turner? Which one, Eli, when we leave Nashville on Wednesday, are we, we're, that we go, man, we got some good quotes from this guy. We got some great content out of this dude right here. Right, like, which one gives us the best quotes? How many good quotes will Coach Saban give, for that matter? That's going to be a fun media days, Eli. You go, I, I may have shades on. I don't know what you're going to do. I may have shades on walking up in there. It'll be a, it's going to be a very good... Uh, SEC Media Days. But as always, people, you want the best in news, notes, information, coverage here on your favorite program, that being the Alabama Crimson Tide. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store, the Rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store if you got the Android phone for your audio needs. Check us out. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm or iHeartRadio. We got you covered right there. The good and gracious Lord sees Fit out trying to be back on Friday. Continuing the conversation that is Bama football. Remember, Thai fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link found in the description. If you're trying to get your hands on the fresh edition of TDA the magazine, here's what you do. You go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join. Become a member and or a subscriber today. That link found in the description as well. Guys, show some love to you, the fans of Bama football. Appreciate all the calls, all the chats, all the donations, all the love you're showing us right here on the network. We appreciate you guys. Guys, shout out my man Eli Walker in the production studio. Hold it down. Till next time, folks, husbands love your wives. Wives appreciate value. Those husbands, children continue doing the right thing, fun thing, smart thing, good thing, legitimate thing too. 
not be bored there. Get yourself those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. You protect yourself. You protect the loved ones around you. Till next time, folks, I'm your man Stephen Smith, and you've been listening to In My Own Words. 